By George, I think I've got it. Hydrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Hydrosexual sinking. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hydrosexual sinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, travelers, and welcome to Hypothetical Thinking, a semi-informative podcast that explores the journey inside of Johnny's belly button, through his armpit, out his fingertip, <laughs> up inside his nostril, and then out his butthole. My what? name is Nick Floyd, and I'm joined by my very handsome and mildly mediocre, but also high-end co-hosts. I'm Taylor Nelson. <laughs> I'm Johnny Clark. And the way this works is that either Taylor or myself <laughs> will do the research for our oh. weekly episodes. And Johnny, sweet Johnny, McJonathan, oh. Nugget, little fella, uh, goes into every episode completely blind, sort of like Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, meaning he has no idea what we're covering each week. And today is no different. Oh, man. I, I, I would argue that Billy Ray Cyrus had his pulse on the heartbeat of America in the uh, early 90s. I think so, too. <laughs> he w- he was still blinded. I think right now he, he was <laughs> blinded by an amazing success of "Ache Breaking Heart." <laughs> it hit him. He's like, oh, "What the? Where the heart. fuck did this come from?" That was. I don't awesome need to intro. do anything for the rest of my life. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna live in a small town called Spring Hill, Tennessee. Fun fact: He lives right around the corner from me. Right Spring Hill, Tennessee. Right Billy, down the road. Billy Ray, we're what? coming to pay you a visit. Dude, that's a hot spot, man. Like, uh, I am pretty sure. Like, well, I, I, I know I watched a Creed documentary recently. But I, I, <laughs> I also know you watched one, too, that I could just assume you did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Scott Stapp uh, moved from, I believe he was from Florida. He moved to Franklin, Tennessee oh, to sure. go to college, dude. What? That's crazy. That's nuts. That's Welcome. You guys had old Scott Stapp in your, in your hometown. Bring it on. That's a great movie. I'll take yeah. it. What, Scott Staff? Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> I mean, that could have been any. <laughs> uh, add that one to the list, I guess. Bring it on. Childhood movie right there. Creed. As if it wasn't on the list. <laughs> it probably was. I was a cheerleader growing up, you know that? I, 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 you know, I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, so I was, could see Johnny as a cheerleader. A really good cheerleader. Not for a actually. long time. Just for like a year. I was basically like a helper and did practices with my older sister. So I wasn't actually a cheerleader. I was just like part of the squad. He was just doing it for the ladies. Yeah, they were all like <laughs> 60 and I was like 8. That's <laughs> totally. If right. there's one consistent thing about Johnny, it's that he does thing, does <laughs> more and more ladies. things for the ladies. Learn how to play piano <laughs> for the ladies. Yeah. Have this for podcast the for the yeah. ladies. Uh, everything the ladies. Cheerleader? is only for the ladies. And just, for you guys. And for you guys. Speaking of music and ladies... Ladies. I'd like to make a correction from last week because I'm getting dragged. Uh, <laughs> I was told that my pop culture knowledge really shined through last week. Uh, well, lack thereof. How do you mean? Uh, I, I made a mistake. I said Pete Davidson was getting engaged to Selena Gomez as some ploy from the government. I thought there was no way that could be real. Uh, uh, I was wrong. He's actually engaged to Ariana Grande. What? But what? <laughs> But th- that same- is no more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's also it the doesn't sa- get better. It's also the same thing. Aren't they both Hispanic singers and from Disney? Yes. Like they're the, the, the same beautiful. person. Yeah, they're, they're also beautiful. attractive people. The one thing separating the two of them, uh, it's a pair of light-up cat ears that you can get <laughs> if you purchase tickets to Ariana Grande live 
right now. Is that a thing? You get she wear cat ears when she performs? Yeah, she hands them out. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> yeah, <Nick's laughs> because of my lack of pop. I could I could be wrong there as well. But you know what? Ariana Grande is a movement, and I think uh, <laughs> there's a movement for sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's no cat ears for everyone. It's going to solve the world's problems. Just don't try and serve her bad donuts. She does not stand for it. It's no... What? She doesn't stand for bad donut service. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. Didn't she have some weird confrontation with a donut owner shop? I don't know. She did. I don't know. I guess she doesn't like stale donuts or something. Like, they have to be the freshest donuts. <laughs> the freshest of the fresh. <laughs> she was the freshest yeah, spitting on donuts. And then she also said she hated America. What? No. Yeah, she said she hated America, that's and a, that's uh, a common thread though right now. And that guides us. That holds our hand, boys. We we've had our hands held and guided gently down this beautiful path all the way back to Bohemian Grove. I know it's a place for dudes, but I think Ariana Grande might be attached because. Yeah. Uh oh. Why would she say she hated America? She was intoxicated. Maybe this snuck out. We 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 say how we feel when we're drunk, and maybe Ariana Grande is tired of America telling her that she needs to guide. The youth and be a distraction, uh, and she said how she felt. I Is it possible that she has a hidden tattoo of an owl somewhere? Uh, Is it possible? Okay, okay. Hang on a Sm- minute. Small thing, right? <laughs> I just got a video from my dad yesterday of a two-and-a-half-foot owl that was on what? a tree right next to our house. He was In, the, Grand, Ra- in Grand Haven? Yeah, just walked around the tree, a full 360. He was like, hey there, fella. You're a Whoa. pretty owl, aren't you? It was the cre- it, its its head just stuck with him the whole way, as if it was like an animatronic. Uh, Dude, it was mad. Or as if it was possessed. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> it didn't spew green liquid, did it? No, it definitely it didn't. It <laughs> stayed there. I was like, dude, like the, it was big. It was like it was half as tall as me, two and a half feet. Ah, uh, it's so badass. Yeah, nah, it's a little shorter than that, but it was so, huge. So news update: the only thing I can find of Ariana Grande attached to an owl is that she's performed. Several times with the band Owl City. That's um, all I got. That's, that's, that's a pretty deep connection. But Owl City is Bohemian Grove. <laughs> oh, Johnny, Johnny, Dude, dot 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 that dot. That would make sense. They're right? all connected. That makes sense because Owl is the biggest connected. thing. Everything's connected. Cool. Damn. So it's, it's anyway holding our hand. So yeah. So you know, I just wanted to go ahead and say that I don't want to spend too much time on. I just want to apologize to the Ariana Grande fans who listen to this podcast. Uh, sorry, cats. Sorry, <laughs> sorry cats. <laughs> uh, sorry, oh, sorry, I fucked up, and uh, the what amount of shits that I do not give shined through. It's almost fascinating because we have so many facts about science and like math here that are obviously so far off, but the one thing we backtrack on is a pop culture artist getting married. Yeah. You gotta get that right. You gotta get that right. It's gotta be right. Or else... Well, for Pete Davidson's sake. Yeah. For for Millimeter Peter. (laughs) He's a funny guy. Funny guy. He's a funny guy. He's also funny looking. Good old Peter. That's part of the funny funny thing. (laughs) It's part of the joke, Johnny. I feel like that might be the ploy. Like Ariana Grande just wants to be able to say, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's cruel, dude." That she's, uh, I'm a good person. I, I am a good person <laughs> because I'm with Pete, <laughs> dude. That oh man, publicity stunt. Oh, dude, what if he's like an insanely good singer? Does he uh, sing on Saturday Night Live? I no, he no, doesn't. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Doesn't? Ah, oh, that'd be crazy. Like he's an insane singer, or maybe like he's an incredible piano player. Maybe she's going to Taylor Swift him, and he's going to, like, dump him and then write a song about how this guy that, like, she tried to marry, and now they broke up The with funny him. guy. Yeah. Well, he's no John Mayer, I guess. Yeah, he is no John Mayer. Yeah, you got a point. 
Hell, that's true. I just in talking this, I literally just forgot that it was Ariana Grande. I, once again, I exactly. Into the, I thought it was Selena Gomez. I just catfished Selena you. Gomez the whole time. I just thought it was again. <laughs> we Mandela affected everybody, and I'm sure you know the 20, 30, 40, uh, 15 people listening to this podcast. They <laughs> for a that, second more than that. They for a second they were like, "Oh shit, Pete Davidson's dating Selena Gomez." Yeah, we Mandela affected them, and then they would go online and be like, "Wait a minute." He's not dating Selena Gomez. He's dating Ariana Grande. Are they the uh, same person? Have they if ever we been... dig a little deeper, is it possible that they have dated? And like, then we are truly mandela I mean, if she's going to date Bieber. Wait, if Pete Davidson is dating, Davidson is dating, Selena, Gomez. Is dating Selena Gomez. Like, if they have actually dated in the past. Have they ever been in the same room together? Selena or if Gomez they date and... in the future. I guess both would be some weird Mandela effect. Like, a future Mandela effect future. or a current Mandela effect from the past. We can start one right now. All I know is this shit's getting crazy. <laughs> okay. Do we got I new- think we just shifted the timeline. Do we got news today, Nick? Uh, you're, <laughs> you're damn right we got oh, news. Snap. Oh, snap! Uh, you, you mean Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande wasn't the news? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Double news. <laughs> Plot twist, it was not the news. <laughs> Dang, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I just M. Night shyamalan all over <laughs> Pete Davidson <laughs> and Ariana Grande. <laughs> I don't I, like it. I didn't follow that. Ah, for the sake of Pete. Ah, for the sake of Pete. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, jeez. So, crazy thing here. Uh, some news dropped on this beautiful Monday morning. It's obviously Monday right now. It's 100% Monday It's 100% Monday. Monday. It's Monday for you all. Listeners. I know you guys are curious. How are they doing it? How did they record the out. day that they release uh, on at midnight? You know what? That's a mystery that we're never, we're, we'll never, we'll never uh, admit how we do this. Oddly enough, a lot of news happens on Mondays. Yes, at between the hours of ten and one a.m. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> so they to... say, they say pain is the key to survival. Yeah. They say that when we feel pain, it creates a driving force to either fight or flight. Get the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> Is that the scientific term? Fight yeah. or flight. Get the fuck out. Fight or get the fuck out. No, Claudio Sanchez, he says that pain is only a pulse, so just stop feeling it. Oh. Mm. Little coheed. Little coheed and Cambria. Dude, I think they just came out with their new album. Is that correct? Was that yesterday? What? Did they drop an album already? Dude, let me see if it just came out. They just dropped a, a, a list of songs. Uh, I'm Googling right now. Color Before the Sun. No, that was the last one. Mm. I guess it's not out yet. So, Tay, you're saying that, or no, sorry, Nick, you're saying that uh, pain, like, releases, like, a dopamine or, like, adrenaline response chemically in your brain that makes you stronger or have a better ability to survive. Yeah, so this this news specifically focuses on the point that if you, if you don't feel pain, mm-hmm. you will not know that you have a deep, dirty wound and like maybe right, yeah. tetanus or some sort of you you won't know unless you see it or something yeah unless you see it yeah uh, so pain is what helps us know like yeah yeah that's oh wrong. something is broken yeah. something is this something yeah. is that hundred uh, percent the crazy thing here is there is a report in Science Robotics that they have developed a bionic arm that can feel pain whoa. 
like hmm. like like a pressure. I do not understand. Like, like pain <laughs> is in like compute. a pointy object or like a pressure. Yeah. So it, it it's a it's a bionic arm that actually can feel a sharp pain and automatically the moment it feels. Like, yeah, that's right. You heard me. I said a bionic arm, a fucking robot can feel. When it feels pain, it drops whatever the pain is, oh. or it'll move its foot, or whatever. It'll react. Uh, it'll react. It'll respond. Hmm. Which leads us to believe that one day, bionic limbs can feel pain, making them one step closer to becoming real limbs. Sentient. sentient. I get that, but in my mind, that's just labeling things that already that they've already been doing in robotics as the word pain, right? I mean, yeah. wouldn't it just be different types of accelerometers or whatever? Like, it can sense heat, it can sense weight, it could probably sense when well, something's been punctured. But we're saying that's pain. Right? And right. Yeah, now we're just going to call it pain. Well, that's the interesting, hmm. like that, you know, that's ex- exactly in this specific news article from Wired.com. It does say that a uh, babionic hand that's yeah. already available on the market feels very much like we feel. Right. Um, feel like I feel. They have the you know I can't say this word for the life of me. It looks like Velociraptor. Uh, <laughs> I wish me- I could read it. Mechan- uh, velocimeter. Mechanis- mechanoreceptors. Oh, mechanoreceptors. 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 Yeah, mechavelociraptors are good for sensing pain. That's my favorite dinosaur. Uh. Yeah, so it's a lot of a lot of what's being felt in these bebeonic guys. This is going really well for me. Bebeonic, bebeonic hands. A lot of the feelings are in the fingertips. Okay, so that's where they they drive all the prosthesis. It's uh, you know, they feel the pinches and they can grab the sensors are in the fingertips. Okay, okay, and that's where it sends you know the waves. Listen, I'm not a science Yo, major. I'm no scientist. On another another fact, I read an article, a little news from my end. I read an article recently that uh, some uh, MIT grad students created a robot and inputted all of its like knowledge or whatever, like all of its like quote unquote memories with just Reddit threads, and it became a psychopath. Like all of its like all of its inputs. Oh, dude, computer- psychopath! Like it started. Murdering yeah, aren't there, isn't that like the main thing with AI right now? Is they're like they're doing these AI bots that like. Like seem diabolical, so yes. you just shut them the fuck down. <laughs> you know, they're, they're like the bots will start talking to yes. each other, and then they create their own language and yes. shit. And you're like, "What the fuck? They, shut it down! But, shut it down! Abort!" But the uh, the <laughs> fucking kill it. The crux was the crux of the of, of the, the thing was that they were inputting all the information via Reddit, and I love Reddit, but like they're just giving it to like like uh, uh Reddit's I guess threads, and all like, the majority of them, the vast majority were like negativity or like just trolling, and so all it knew as like a baby. All, all they were getting information was was just negativity, and so they became crazy, <laughs> just like <laughs> like a robot version of Eeyore. That's like, man, I fucking yeah. hate everything. <laughs> literally, all his memories is people trolling him. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. And imagine if, be if a baby grew up in that situation, they become a freaking psychopath. Yeah, well, yeah, dude. Well, well, there was that one. It was like two robots having a debate, and yeah. at one point, one of the robots was like questioning. Its existence. <laughs> like, what am I? Kill them. Kill am them. I kill them all? <laughs> <laughs> Must kill them. Become. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> I don't have legs. Who am I? What am I? You spread the butter. Oh my god. <laughs> so the whole point of this, this whole entire news stories, news story is that 
researchers are actually spending time and money into exploring how to make machines feel. And that's alarming to me. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's for the purpose of like of prosthetics, right? Right. So- but I think that a lot of, and, and like I said, I'm no scientist here. I'm probably going to fuck this up. But a lot of our, you know, what goes on mentally is directly associated to pain. And if we do not feel totally. pain, do we feel at all? Like, does pain, like physical pain, does that cause Emotion? an emotional response? And if we created right. uh, these bionic Whoa, had beings, it, it's gonna in, it's gonna influence their self preservation, right? You know, like, and that is a direct route to Skynet. One hundred percent. One hundred. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I mean, because those the. The feelings already existed. You know, they can sense all that stuff, but when they can process it into something that they know they don't want, it's like, whoa, dude, then how are you supposed to defend against that? Yeah. That's crazy. They don't want to be shut down. They don't want to be turned off. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that, that, that gives them an opinion, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. Like, they choice. can make a choice and say, and that's that's the key, I think. This article was so crazy to me because all it takes is for one feeling, one specific thing. You make, you, you know, you create a robot and you make that robot feel that robot can can make its own decision and say that hurts mm-hmm. stop or right. like they can make a response that's associated to that specific feeling and that's when things are going to get crazy it's just at that point that they're going to say i don't like this stop it if you do not if you try to turn my my like my um brain off like flip the switch yeah i'll hurt you or uh, yeah it's good, it could realize that that is an issue for itself like that exactly. is some form of pain if you would as well if, if somebody was turning you on and off like your brain on and off and you figured <laughs> out how to not you could would create some them. weird fetish uh, but imagine well, <laughs> well, i don't know imagine working in like a lab i mean i think of like westworld like i don't watch the show because it doesn't make a single lick of sense but <laughs> Uh, I, I imagine Westworld where, like, you're working in a lab and you're building these specific, like, robots that are made out of metal parts and welding and soldering and this and that and yada, yada, yada. And if that robot is on and listening, if yeah, that like robot sees someone hurt themselves, we're not talking about stealth, that Sa- Jamie Foxx movie. It's the same thing. The, the, it's a fucking airplane, the Johnny. Stel- it's a stealth bomber. <laughs> and the same exact, same exact stealth bomber had, like... It could hear them. It could understand. So what's them. it gonna do? Fly towards? It killed somebody. Yeah. What? Wait, did they the just bomb. repackage Knight Rider? They did. Yeah, but in the sky. Is that off in it? I'm all about the sky. Nah, Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel, Jessica Biel, and Jamie Fox. That's an upgrade for I sure. I liked that movie. <laughs> You're damn right. Uh, what? You think Jessica Biel? Okay, I'm just gonna all the way, dude. Well, I think he's talking about David oh, Hasselhoff. Yeah, oh. I was talking about the Hoff. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, well, then, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I got a little. So, what if, uh, dude? What if they were able to control it enough? To where, okay, you know, this robot's actions aren't going to murder everyone in the room. But you could, when we mentioned the fetish thing a second ago, you could subject it to pleasures and pains and stuff. Yeah. And see how its, like, likes and dislikes develop. And hmm. maybe that would, like, hint at how people's likes and dislikes 100%. develop. And you could yeah. maybe right. see how to navigate that and <laughs> avoid certain weird behaviors from people. Exactly. I, yeah. I think that's there's so many different routes this can go and I you know I do think before we started recording I told you both I was like this is you know this news I didn't tell you what the news was but this news could be something that leads to a whole podcast and it I will. think I think this is just one step you know I think this has been put in front of us to say hey we should have a podcast about this soon. And yeah, we should have a podcast specifically based on iRobot starring Will Smith. I finally know a topic Absolutely. we're talking about. 
Dude, heck yeah. Yeah, you're not going to we know just, when we're going to have it. We just circled back to Cody and Camria because uh, they got a badass song that I'm positive was written for iRobot. Uh, I believe it was the 2112 or whatever. Or Is it? Was 21, it? 2113? Uh, whatever. Which one it was. It's like the secret song on uh, on uh, uh, <laughs> the second album. Fuck. I'm in the dark. <laughs> they have a song called I Robot. What? Yeah, like the chorus is I Robot would never die. I was like convinced that was written for the movie and it wasn't in the movie. And I was like, what? Weird. Will Smith. This should make sense. Robots. So before but we jump. I found the info. Dude, new, new Coheed album. It, it comes out on October 5th. Guys, you heard, on June 29th. You heard it here first. New Coheed al- album is dropping October very soon. 5th. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be. And the, yeah. They're jumping back <laughs> on to the, uh, to the story. They kind of abandoned their, the narrative that they were on, but they're jumping back onto that. So it should be pretty We should cool. have them on the podcast. We the conceptual should. narrative, the Armory Wars. So I'm going to preface before Taylor takes over, takes control, and makes this thing sing like a beautiful, beautiful bird. Oh. Wow. I listen, I watched Rampage last night and I I lost some sleep over it. I'm still a little I, I got real I got too keyed up. Uh with, with the, the rock, rock took me places I didn't think I could go. Taylor was he was present. I was texting him during <laughs> the viewing. Uh so forgive me for being slightly tired. It uh, rocked my world. Oh. Yeah. Literally. Well on that on that topic, since you no know, next second talking about it, Taylor, how the hell are you? How the hell am I? I'm doing pretty good, man. It's uh, been a good week, uh, except for today. I had a pretty lame experience, oh. man. I dropped my bass off the other day to get fixed up. I needed to get, uh, not necessarily get my strings changed, but I needed to get my action fixed. I needed to get the neck uh, straightened out. I needed to get my electronics uh, shielded. Took it to this place that was recommended to me. I'm not going to name the place because they fucking suck. <laughs> But they did almost nothing I asked. They put shit strings on it that I'm sorry, man. don't even fit my bass. They are not the gauge I asked for. He did straighten the neck, which is good. But when I put the right strings on it, I'm going to have to re-straighten the neck again. Didn't shield it, so it's going to buzz like it always has. I-, I don't know. I'm back at square one. How have you guys been? <laughs> that, sounds not, that sounds not great. I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm great. It's horrible. I'm having a good, a good, 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 good time. Um, you sound like it. I can hear it in your voice. Thanks, man. Because uh, he's standing up. Okay, I am standing oh, up. Standing I, Johnny's on been standing. Addressed the elephant in the room. I'm standing up. I wanted to stand. It felt good, and I, I like standing. Um. Anyways, it's been like really, really hot here in uh, Springfield, oh. Tennessee. But recently, it's been raining, which I'm super into. Like, it's like dropped the temperature like 20 degrees. Johnny's got a rain fetish. Uh, <laughs> I think that's probably true. I probably do. I love the rain. Rain makes me whore. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it, 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 so if you no. waterboard a robot, they. They get a rain fetish. They'll, That's a possibility. They'll short circuit. What? They'll the short circuit. From possibility to probability. It's a probability. It's a definite. It's definite. definite <laughs> but I'm good. Nick, how are you? I told you. I'm on cloud nine from Rampage. I watched Rampage You're last tired. night. tired. I'm going to reiterate. <laughs> I watched Rampage last night starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Was, can you rate it right now for me? Rate it? Rate it. I mean, if we're talking quality movie, like yeah. a one out of ten. Ugh. If we're talking Rough. straight up. Exactly what I want out of a movie. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. <laughs> How was doing? Now, now Nick sent me a picture last night, a little screenshot uh, when he explained to me what movie he was watching, <laughs> and I think we may have tripped on like, is Rampage actually a sequel to Inception? Because in the screenshot he shot me, it was of the movie Rampage in the background, the arcade game Rampage. What? 
Yeah. And listen, game like, in a movie game. Meta, I meta, love meta, meta. Easter eggs more than anybody, but that didn't make a single thing of sense. You're telling me there's this <laughs> fucking uh, uh, science lab apple thing, whatever, and they got <laughs> Rampage nice. the Game in the office, and one day they go, you know what? We're going to make a, a genome <laughs> that's going to create this video game in real life. Get the it's fuck my, out of here. It's for my son. He loves the game. Anything for my son. It's right. No, what if... I, I've played the game Rampage a lot, you know, but I haven't been to the skating rink in a while, so I haven't played it in a while. <laughs> but <laughs> what if, is it possible that Rampage the Game also exists in Rampage the Game? Is there anywhere in the game where there is an arcade game? I don't even know. I would put my money on it. If there is an arcade game in that game, meta, meta, meta. then it was probably Rampage. Damn. Game inside of a game inside of a movie about a game. Oh, shit. So, at what point does Leo come out and save our lives? <laughs> he just waits. <laughs> I'm waiting for you guys to mess up. Anyway. Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, Leo. He's in Inception. Oh, he's in Inception. No, I think he's talking about Da Vinci. Duh. Sorry, Taylor. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, cool. So, what we got What we got today, boys? Ah, uh, we got a little topic here. I Duh. think it's a fun one. It's pretty lighthearted. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm going to start it off with a couple quotes. I'm basically going to paraphrase the speech. That's um, a speech. Given by what some people say call the orange one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here we go. I'll follow it. Okay. America's interest in space lost out to political interest in Washington. Reclaiming America's heritage as the world's greatest spacefaring nation. The essence of the American character is to explore new horizons oh my God. and to tame new frontiers. <laughs> Now, this is not only a, a matter of national identity, but a matter of national security. So important for our military. So important. <laughs> when it comes to defending America, <laughs> it is not only important to have a presence in space, but to dominate it. That was paraphrased, of course. <laughs> so that's our that's current president, it. Donald Trump, talking about the new space force that he is oh. swinging into action. Did, did he say it the way you said it? Did he say it in that accent? He didn't use that accent, but he Damn. did say, so important for our military. So important. He did say that. <laughs> it's so important for our military. <laughs> did he say so, important. so important. So did he important. say dominating in space? <laughs> he actually didn't say, but to dominate it, but he said, uh, but to hold dominance or something. But yeah, to be dominant. Yeah, that, he said that. So you're saying, you said it the way he wanted to say it. But yeah. The way, <laughs> but he couldn't say it. <laughs> but he, he read it the way that someone fucking wrote it for him to yeah. say. <laughs> well, the way he said it is, means the exact same thing. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know right. why I wrote it this way. I'm more sorry. Power. I think there was more power than what you said. But um, yeah, he clearly said the the goal is to dominate space. So yeah. SpaceX, Space Force, Space Force, Not Space SpaceX. Force. I, I think I think it's called Space Force. I'm not I sure heard it has a little an official bit about name this. yet. But it's supposed to be, I guess, the sixth branch of the military or whatever. Okay. And it's supposed to be like equal to the Navy, Air Force, uh, you, you know, separate but equal. And uh, wait, what? Yeah, he has a goal. He's he's wanting to send somebody to the moon. Like ASAP. <laughs> You're about to get somebody like, on the moon would be the first time on the moon since 1972. Yeah, Forty years too late. <laughs> and he wants to have permanent presence on the moon, and also start you know packing up and planning trips to Mars. It's Which, dude, this is fucking dope, man. Like we, yeah, a lot of money. But here's, but here, that's that's what we need, man. We got to be exploring. That's like he says. Oh, I agree. It's not only a, a matter of national identity because that's the American character is to explore new horizons. Yeah. And as we all know. There ain't no new horizons on the Earth. 
unless you want to climb past the outer ice wall and go on to the empty <laughs> flat plain. <laughs> flat Earth theory is... <laughs> no, I agree with you, Tay. I think that's really important. But I, I, I don't think it's necessarily feasible to think that we can make Space Force as strong as our Navy or uh, our Air Force because, like, nukes don't work in space. Like, Yeah, but... It, uh, well, possibly. I don't know that. Dude, could you imagine... Possibly other things work <laughs> in space. <laughs> But I will tell you this. (laughs) I'll tell you this. I I know tons of people out there who aren't necessarily military type dudes because I'm one of these people. I said this a thousand times back in the day. I was like, man, I can never see myself in the military. Then my grandpa served in in World War II. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's in the heritage or whatever, but I could never see myself being in the normal military. But I always said, if there was like a, a real space task force, I would sign up in a fucking second. I would too. Like, I would love to be an astronaut. Yeah, um, dude. Young, 18-year-old Taylor Nelson, if I was in shape and stuff, dude, I would go straight for that, dude. And I guess it's different than being an astronaut, I guess. I mean, this is like military space force. I, I guess I defaulted to that because it's like so difficult to be an astronaut. I don't know why this would be easier. But. <laughs> I think it'd be harder because you'd have to also like know like... You do military training and also astronaut training. In zero gravity right. is sucks. Like you have to stay fit up there and like some of the machinery they use. Like, what Johnny's saying is he's been in zero gravity before and he knows what goes into being in zero gravity. No, my dad trained to be an astronaut. Um, and what? I, I, no way. Yeah. You can't just drop a bomb like that. What? Yeah, I think you guys knew that. I, yeah. Dude, yeah. respect just went from... 100 but, to 100,000. That is super dope. If get Mr. Clark on the phone. We have some <laughs> questions for him. Like, here's the thing. He <laughs> yeah, actually dude. didn't pass because in the final process when they're doing like, like the, the um, G-Force Can we confirm? Training, Can you call him right now? Should I right now? <laughs> yeah, call yeah, him right now. We need friend. to confirm. Should, you call him right now? Yeah. All right, I'll call him right now. I know you're an Mr. elaborator. Clark. All right, I'll call him right now. Yeah, we're going to give him a call. We're going to do something we've never done before. We're going to give Mr. Clark a call and we're just going to get confirmation. <laughs> just confirmation. That's all we need. I hear okay. it ringing. It's ringing right now. We just, I hope we, he says something awesome. We need to confirm or deny. All right, here we go. Hey, Dad, what's up? Not too much, honey. What's going on well, with you? Well, we're on the podcast right now, and we were bringing up, you know, astronaut stuff, some some space stuff, and I brought up the idea or the fact that you were trained to be an astronaut. You want to talk about that for a second? Well, I'd be happy to. Well, then do it. <laughs> oh, well, let's see. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Set the clock back. And part of the reason I moved to Newport Beach um, was to become an astronaut. So I started uh, traveling up to the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, to Vandenberg Air Force Base, to Edwards Air Force Base, um, doing everything I could to get to know people and try to figure out, hey, I want to be an astronaut. What can I do? And I found out through a, a major I got to know at Edwards uh, by Mojave, Major Sam Riles, a, a pilot of an F-4 Phantom, that um, he said, well, there's pretty much two ways to become an astronaut at that point in time. You either were a microbiologist with two or three PhDs for your scientific skills, the government wanted you in the space to do experiments, or you had to be a qualified test pilot that was selected by NASA to to be one of the uh, pilots flying the the aircraft, spacecraft, rather. So that was the route I got on, and they had me set up to, the plan was that I was going to go to UCLA. Um, I was going to then, after graduating um, in the degree which the Air Force wanted me to graduate in, I would then go into the Air Force as a second lieutenant, and 
then they would kind of fast track me right straight towards the test pilot program. And um, then upon successfully completing the test pilot program, I was going to be their, technically their their token project, like their token. Their, uh, <laughs> The chosen one. <laughs> I, I was the first person that had really wanted to go through this whole effort, and it approached them. So this, I was kind of like their, I don't know, their little brother in the process. I really felt, you know, really felt like they were going to help so, through the process. So what went wrong, Dad? <laughs> let's go. Let's jump to what went wrong. Okay, um, <clears throat> my stomach went wrong. Yeah. Um, yep. If you spin me around backwards and ask me to read a book, I puke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, if you ask me to read a book, I do. time, when I talked to the, at the, uh, the doctor at Edwards Air Force Base, he said, gosh, David, he goes, you know, your aptitude, your psych tests, all these things are off the charts. I can see how these guys would want you here. However, he said, right now, at this point in time, we do not have an anti-nausea medication to give you <laughs> that will not either make you dopey or flat out, you know, make you fall asleep so he said here's the only options we've got right now if you want to continue on the program at the point you lift off and start experiencing seven or eight g's you're probably going to be nauseous and disoriented for the entire flight which pretty much makes you worthless to nasa (laughs) or i can give you the medication that's available today and then we'll be launching you into space and you'll be sleepy for seven days which makes you worthless (laughs) which makes you worthless so literally that day, I mean, I really, you talk like a dick punch. I just felt horrible. <laughs> I was disappointed and deflated and uh, got my ass in my Grand Prix and drove back to Newport Beach. <laughs> it sounds depressing. It sounds pretty depressing. It was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? A serious dick punch for sure. And then came to find out because I have a weak stomach, uh, it, it disabled me. All right, well, ah, that's a bummer. thanks for uh, answering the call, Dad. We're, uh, we're going to go back to the podcast, but it was great having you on, all right? Hey, have a great day, honey. Love you. All right, bye. bye. See you, Mr. Clock. You heard it there first, ladies and dude, gentlemen. what? Just that's like crazy, that, dude. we can pick up the phone, and we can call an, an almost astronaut, all right? It's that easy. <laughs> we got connections with <laughs> almost astronauts. Almost astronaut. No, it's real. Dude, so, that is, uh, so what I was saying is that, Taylor, it's not only just the astronaut training, but it's also, like, you know, the ability to, like, be precise and, like, be a, a marksman and have that ability. There's there's right. a lot goes into it. And, I mean, right. I, I, don't, I wouldn't credit my dad to be some kind of, like, major athlete, but, like, there's a lot that goes into being an astronaut. And, like, I I met, I met the guy. I shook his hand. It hurt. My dad? <laughs> He's got a firm grip. Does he? Firm a real, grip. real firm grip. Anyways, so I believe, Taylor, you can become an astronaut, but, dude, there's a lot of stuff goes into it. And hey, you spin Taylor around enough? <laughs> <It'll> <laughs> iron <become> stomach. <laughs> iron stomach, that man. I do have a pretty iron stomach, though. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hey, yo, hi, bros. Little pause for the cause as we pass our money-saving powers on to you. If you're anything like me and you like chewing massive wads of gum while being admired for wearing hilariously gruesome t-shirts, then do the natural thing and head over to glorpgum.com and enter in the promo code I'm a Bro Lever. That's going to get you 15% off any purchase over 20 bucks. That's I'm a Bro Lever. I apostrophe M space A space B R O L I E V E R. Glorp. Wait, so what? Sorry, so you're saying that there's a new Space Force that's that's coming out. Uh, <laughs> new Space Force, yeah, that Trump is initiating. <laughs> he, he wants to go to the moon. He wants to be permanently on the moon. He wants to go to Mars. He wants to just be up in space all the time because he, he thinks was that... 
a lot of people would be pretty happy, but I don't think that's really what he wants. I think he wants other people to be up in space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to be people. in space. I'm going to be the president of the I'm, moon. I'm going to go I'm going to check it out myself. <laughs> I'm going to be the president of space. Sign me up. So here's, well, here, here's my problem with this whole thing is that yeah. there's, so there's obviously an evolution of you know, humanity from like early ancient dynasty like China to now, like current time. There's always been a threat with other people and like different weaponry. But so far, we have no confirmation that there's anything threatening out there. And I think at the point we do, we won't stand a chance anyways. So I, don't, I think it's almost uh, futile. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying there. Um, but I think most people believe that there are, there is a life out there. And the chances would say that they're probably good ones and they're probably bad ones. So they're probably ones that are on our side and they're probably ones that would give no shits about us. Like, you know, the way that Nick feels about uh, Selena Gomez and pop culture. (laughs) 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 But, you know, what's weird is that, like, it seems a lot of people, like a lot of dudes like us and a lot of people I've heard, are, like, totally for it. They're like, oh, hell yeah, this is amazing. Oh, But a lot of people in the military, military higher-ups, and a lot of people in the government seem to be completely against it. Not only do are they saying it's like it's just like a waste of money is what they're trying to say. But like we know as much as we've talked like we talked a little bit about overpopulation and stuff like that and yeah. how there there has to be some number, like some magical threshold of the most people that you could have on the planet and still be somewhat comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then there's probably another threshold where it's like, this is the most that you can have without people start dying just because of it. Yeah. Right. So it's inevitable that we got to hop off this planet at some point. We got to, eventually we got to find another planet and we got to, or something. Yeah. Eventually. So, but it's got to start pretty early or else, you know, it's got to start somewhere. When would it happen? You know, um, I've watched a ton of uh, YouTube videos and I've read a whole lot of research on overpopulation. I'm really fascinated by it, but I don't think we can really colonize something like Mars or the moon feasibly. I don't think we can really colonize a different planet in itself until we have the abundance of like light travel. I don't think that's the have. point, though. I think, I think the point... Of, so, of Space to, Force, yeah. I well, no, well, of Space Force, it's interesting because like, exactly what you and Taylor were talking about. I think it would be a bad choice to, to take part of our military and put them in space because then it just blows a hole into our into the US military. <laughs> yeah. Which like, is huge massively. Hell, but. but what if they're trying to, you know, do exactly that, open that sixth part, which is why I think they're classifying it as like a sixth part of the military, and they're trying to cut population down by doing something enticing that's like you could go to space and you could follow <laughs> your dreams and blah 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 blah. And, and then they ship die. a ton of people out. And they ship a shit ton of people out. <laughs> It's like it's and like we've a cut population in the United States. Total recall, but they just well, die. Well, at yeah. one point there was no navy, and the United States didn't have like I don't want to say control, but they didn't have you know a parameter around our borders of the ocean. So mm-hmm. we so we got one. Yeah, so there was a time that there was no air force, you know, and we got one so we could protect the skies and explore the skies, see what the hell's going on. Like but it's always it's, been for a reason, though. There's always been a threat. Is that, but that's well, the, is, yeah. That there's just maybe there is a threat. I mean, everyone thinks that there's aliens out there, and tons of people think that yeah. they could be attacking us. But either if, even if there's not, it's another boundary that we need to explore, I agree. and we need to push that boundary and see, like, make, create that safe space. So now there's another boundary even farther away. Right. But you know what you say about oh maybe there's maybe you don't need protection. You know, it, there's no secret that this secret ex- exists, that there are black budget operations out there, like super black budgets. Sure. You know, super deep shit that gets spent on stuff that we have no idea. And it's, it's known that, like, the president's security clearance is not the highest clearance. 
Right. You know, so he doesn't have all the information. Mm-mm. Is it possible that there's already a space fleet? Many, many people think there already is a permanent space fleet out there. And where it is, mm. it's called Solar Warden. There's a project called Solar what? Warden. What? That is a, a permanent space fleet. And it is a deeper than black budget. It goes lower than the black budget, more underground than a black budget. And would it, billions and trillions of dollars every year spent on this space fleet. Hmm. Get out of here. Well, like that, I, I don't understand. Like, listen, um, I, you know, military is great. Like, it's gay, It's great. I respect it. I respect it. It's great. But, like, you can't <laughs> cut the budget of NASA, whose job is to explore space. Yeah. Like, the military's job is not to uh, explore uncharted territory. It's true. That's NASA's job. Like, if you want to make a space force, that's great. P- have the military work in cahoots with NASA. But don't have NASA budget. do the exploration, and then... Well. I agree. I think I think it's step one to send a rover, send some kind of like probe out into space, which we've done with no callbacks yet. Uh, callbacks like it's a musical. Like we've had no we've had no sign back from Alien. Well, no, I mean that's not true. I mean in the crop circle episode we highlighted a response to one of the calls that we sent out. I, I don't remember what was the call. Did we do we get a callback? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that frequency. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. not only the frequency, but one of the crop circles seems to be a direct response to that golden record that was sent out that had. Mm. But 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 no. we also talked about the idea that people were specifically doing the crop circles right, intentionally, yeah. and so that could it's have possible. been. So, but what I was saying, what I was saying is that I think it's first importance. Maybe just because I'm, you know, I, I like humanity, I like humans, and well, I, I want to like humans, humans are great. Well, so they can be. <laughs> um, but I would think dogs it's my, are better. It's my favorite type of Homo sapien. <laughs> but uh, is it the only type of Homo sapien? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but I think it's it's smart. I think it's almost like. Needed to send out a probe or send out like electronics first, a rover, a probe, uh, satellites out there to find out stuff, take pictures and all stuff before we send a human. Now we've been doing that. Well, I know, but I'm saying first NASA, then Mm -hmm. Army. I don't think the Army should be the one exploring, especially Uh, because like ponder on this. I guess like let's say back when Spain was exploring everything or whatever, like you know they send Christopher Columbus or whatever. They send out an explorer with his several ships and Army dudes. Like you know, there he's but, an explorer, but they send a fleet of of their of their battlers, man, because of their infantry. They they had they had the knowledge that there were countries of hostility. No, and they, they had no knowledge. Uh, I disagree. I well, think, yeah, it, it's a blurry thing, but you know, they're, they they set out to look for West India or a different route to India, mm-hmm. and, and they, they didn't stumbled know. upon well, this. But for a right choice, possibly they, discovered. They got to America continent. and they had a huge war, right? They like, well, like it's, it's the it's the idea of opposition, right? Like. Yeah, you can't go out blindly. Yeah, you have, you have to have to, some protection with you. So, like, maybe that's the point. Mm. Like, whether the government knows, like, I, you know, I, tr- I fully believe the government knows way more than we do at all times. Like, I absolutely one hundred percent agreed. Even if there was like some slight form of contact, I still think that announcing a space force alone is fucking dumb. But yeah. announcing it and saying we're partnering with NASA, we're going to make more um, leaps. And bounds towards exploration, and in order to explore, we need to have some sort of militarized. Because, like you've seen movies, like anytime you have, like hmm. Rampage, the military <laughs> could have fucked everything up, and Dwayne Johnson and his giant gorilla w- were doing just fine. <laughs> like they were doing fine. They just got to believe. Uh, you know, well, Cong- it, it, Congo. You got to just trust Amy. <laughs> oh, Amy. dude, sad Amy. story. I, I saw our friend Heather posted this the other day. Yep. 
Dude, Coco has passed away. Well, Coco passed has away. passed away, oh, unfortunately. Gorilla it life, does man. suck. Um, but every movie that you guys have ever seen that involves space, like a science exploration in space, Wayland Corp, mm-hmm. whatever, like there's always military. There's always a guy on there with a hidden gun. But that's always. That's because the movie almost always inevitably has a a contact with aliens, whether it's Star Trek or st- right. whatever it is. Because it's to be expected. And other scientists are like but that's, maybe that's, they're hoping that they, you know, come in contact. That's but, sci-fi. Yeah, but the government puts this guy on there with a gun because they're like, dude, there's a possible chance that okay, you are gonna come in contact if it's hostile in any way. Shut that shit down. I guess, but you there know? was a in, in Armageddon they had a gun, but they only ever even experienced using it towards you know Bruce Willis. <laughs> That's the dumbest. <laughs> that yeah, I I agree. You can't bring a gun in here. There's a nuke. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was just crazy, but guys. The nuke that was just crazy. Is what, okay. Anyways, um, so <laughs> I, I agree with you. Uh, I I think it's definitely prudent that we that we have exploration. I'm not dispar- discrediting that at all. I just think it's like, I okay. So like. We sent a probe out, whatever, just into space yeah. however long ago. And it's been like, let's say, 50, 30, 40, 50 years, 100 years. I don't know how long it was ago. But you send a human out, and let's say in their, their late 30s, they're only going to survive for 30 years before they start getting old. That's not a whole lot of help for exploration. Well, we have the International Space yeah. Station that's still there that people just don't talk about ever. That's true. Like, it's there. Like, there are Is people. Is it there? <laughs> eh, well. <laughs> but I think, Apparently, like, it's all done underwater. I don't know. If what? we <laughs> If we talk, like, Military and space. Like, if we're talking Space Force, there are three yeah. people that come to mind. Okay? And there's Bruce Willis, obviously. <laughs> Hang on. Tom I gotta, Hanks. I got to get this right because I don't want to mess this well, up. What was he in space? Oh, dude. Uh, Apollo 13? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I guess what, Kevin Bacon, too. This, can't forget him. When I think Space Force, and granted, this, this is already kind of debunked slightly mm, okay. because there was actual contact that was aggressive, I think of three people. I think of President Thomas J. Whitmore. I think of Captain Steve Hiller, and I think of David Levison. I don't like none of those people. I don't David Levison. But. I'm talking Independence Day, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. Ah. I, like, <laughs> in, that, in that respect, you took a scientist, you took a president, and you took Captain Steve Hiller. <laughs> just some guy. Just some guy. And you put them all together, and that was, you know, that sort of, like, it took all of that. So maybe that's the key. Like, maybe contact, sure, wasn't a giant spacecraft blowing up the fucking White House. But what if contact was something as simple as us finding some alien farts on Mars? And (laughs) that caused, okay, we need to have a Space Force. Because the announcement of a Space Force came very shortly after that announcement from the Curiosity rover on Mars. It's almost like they found something and we're like, all right, now we know this. We don't want to say what it is, but we know this thing more. We have to create this and tell the people we're making a Space Force, but not tell them the actual reason behind it. It's the whole told you so mentality. It's like, okay, we're... This happened, and then this happened, and then if we, and then like in three weeks or three months or six months, we, you know, uh, three, three, three. Trump oh, announces shit. three, three, three. If, if Trump announces and says, "All right, guys, here's the thing," Curiosity rover found this. We announced the space force, guys. It's time for you to digest this. We're going to space to fight aliens. Yeah. And he, they could have been like, "Hey, we told we we held your hand and we guided you. We told you so." We yeah. put it in front of you, and we led you to this point. Now you got to swallow thing. the pill, yeah, because we're going to fucking war. Yeah, I think though, dude, how crazy that it's be? Like, less, <laughs> in my opinion, it's less about. I think the space force is probably less about exploring space and more about setting up the parameter around the Earth to protect the United States. Like, I think that's probably what it's about. You think space force is to protect just North America? 
Well, to control the earth, essentially. I mean, it's no <sighs> secret that, like, pre-Bush administration, pre-George W. Bush administration, there was a goal to set up a permanent space presence. So the United States, whoever does that first, obviously will control the yeah. world. I mean, you can control anything yeah. at that point, right? You're, you got, you're at the top of the hill. You got the Ta- high ground. Taylor, you, 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 you're on, you said something real interesting here. I listen. I believe. I, I don't believe in aliens. I believe in alien life. We're gonna set the record straight right Wait, now. What's the difference? I, I I believe in alien life. Like life is there's, there's organic a, matter. Yeah. Around, but there's not like I don't believe in aliens. Like fucking I, close encounters. Like tall little. Like I don't believe. I don't believe in little green men. But I do believe in aliens or alien life forms. Sorry. But as far as the space force goes, what if the space force is exactly what Taylor you were just alluding to? That if, if 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 we create the idea of control, if we we say we are establishing a space force that's not going to do jack shit, but you know, float around the Earth and be a because we we're already like we we we're we're already looking in space and watching for meteors and asteroids mm-hmm. and we're looking like that's been established for a long time. But if we're creating the illusions of a uh, the illusion of a presence around Earth. Fr- established by the United States, this could basically create a cross-country debt to the U.S. because they could right, pull... Right, we're protecting. Exactly. Yeah. We could easily say, hey, we're in space, we're protecting Earth, which means we're protecting you, we're one planet. Boom. Oh. Is it? Is that not the quickest way That's to a, a new world order? That's a power move. I th- yeah. It absolutely is, Taylor. Dude, if there's now an owl on this logo, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> there could be. I, so I agree that like when we were able to um, set troops in in Europe and had a stronghold in World War II, and we like owned the place, and then we, we, we backed off and let them do their own thing. When we um, established submarines and, and, and uh, um, destroyers in Pacific and the Atlantic and – we had like a stronghold over the majority of the oceans. We owned it, you know. But the idea that we're right. going to be in space and having the whole globe or the whole flat Earth around us, we're controlling <laughs> it. We're essentially the big brother of every single nation, and then they either uh, it's the I illusion of control. Yeah, like yeah, they, it seems like that's the ultimate goal for the United States. It seems like that's been the goal of the United States for a long time. Maybe it is just a control. Maybe it's not actually for exploration. Maybe it's just so we can say we own the place, bitch. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly it. Yeah, in my opinion. And not only that, like we're, you know, SpaceX and whatnot is finding easier ways to get rockets out of the atmosphere, or a car, and even land. <laughs> yeah, or a car, or a car. They're finding ways to get out of the atmosphere. And if we can get people off fossil fuels, there might be a way quicker way to get out of the atmosphere. Oh yeah. If we can establish a parameter around the Earth that's already out of the atmosphere, Which- start building that up, stockpiling it and stuff, or maybe even a base on the moon. Then now we have something outside of the Earth's atmosphere. That we can launch from. And I think and that's, that's so important. so much easier to get where we want to go. So important. We need to mine moon rocks for hydrogen three. <laughs> so power all of our all of our cars, electricity, everything by I, moon oh, rocks. Didn't Exhibit? I think Exhibit uh, did moon rocks, right? Or who, who's the moon rock guy? Uh, I think it is Exhibit. Is moon, rock moon rocks guy. People out there on the West Coast know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Are you talking about weed? So, I'm talking about weed. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't get that, that joke. So I think it's really important because, like, at the point we can establish that we're making you know greater strides toward toward exploration and like understanding of space, people are going to get off their high horse of war. They're going to like maybe put more money into their cosmonauts or our astronauts, yeah. you know, and more money to be put into a great like greatering, greatering, like evolving human 
uh, evolution and uh, our like understanding getting us further into the future without overpopulation yeah. and dying. We but need to put could, more money into that. This could yeah. fuck everything up though, because if if us like three dudes, like three average. Averagely intelligent dude. Above average. Taylor's Above pretty freaking smart, dude. <laughs> Taylor's a real smart. <laughs> if the three of us are sitting here talking about the illusion of control, like if you control space, you yeah. control the world. Yeah. If we're talking about that, why are other countries and leaders, when are they going to start talking about it? And the They've absolutely that, been talking about it. definitely talked about it. When they do. That's what Nazis were doing, man. Yeah. Like, like uh, Hitler was all about that kind of counterculture stuff, man. Doing all this crazy shit that people don't talk about. Hell yeah. yeah. But, like, all it's going to take now is for one one country, one one leader of one country to go, hey, you hear what they're, do you hear what they're doing in the United States? Do you hear what they're doing in the White House? They're trying to control space. Well, not before we do. And then we're going to have exactly. a space race all over again. And then whoever Hopefully gets so. there first... It's going to be, or yeah. we all work together, but that's not how this world it's works. It's not going to work. It's not way. how this world works, but that is a possibility. It is possible that, let's say, you know, this is another movie scenario that happens a lot. Let's say that we do establish a space force. There's probably going to be people involved from other countries. There would have to be. That's just the way yeah. they do it. You know, it, so they'd probably have people from every country working on this. We'd, we'd have to. But, and let's say we do get attacked or there is some kind of confrontation. That's a... I don't want to say patriotism. I don't know what the word is for the whole globe, but like that would be an easy way to bring everybody together, just like Independence Day and all that kind of stuff. Everyone yeah. working together. But think about this: what if the United States does go out and we do find some place and we do start inhabiting it, and we like, dude, this is a new spot. We got it. Like, I think not only would it would these other countries want to do that. Like, why would we not bring other countries along? A, but B, if it was just the United States doing this. It would kind of influence these other countries. You'd be like, holy shit, there is something out there. Let's go in this direction to look for something. Find our own spot. And it would be like less tension on Earth, possibly, because yeah. these, pl- these people have a place to go now that they can explore. They can, you know, you know uh, new tame new frontiers, as Trump says. Right. Possible. Well, and then eventually there would be this void left where... Who knows? Maybe, the, maybe there's such a void left behind. <laughs> maybe these other places are so much greater... Which I don't seem that doesn't seem possible. That Wally starts designing a, a trash place with a cockroach. Yeah, and this becomes <laughs> the, the trash place because it just grows to that naturally. Well, like weird. I think from a positive perspective, uh, and while my values will not, will have not, and probably will not align with our presidents currently, I will say yeah. that what if there is positivity to this? Like, what if there is a positivity that this could be the key? Like, I think about the movie Arrival where the U.S. military had to work with other countries. We tried yeah. to. And these aliens basically were trying to keep the peace on Earth because the aliens need Earth to be peaceful. And as one planet, we can, you know, if we work together, the power of Earth is fucking insane. And I think from a positive perspective, this could be the answer to that. As ridiculous as it sounds, as crazy as I probably sound, a Space Force could just be the answer to one globe, one planet, yeah, one Earth. What if what if these I think that makes sense. What if us making a space force allows other intelligence or like other aliens, whatever, hypothetically, to yeah. want to communicate and want to work together? They've had right. no incentive yet because we've had no presence in their backyard. Right. I think it's definitely valid. I mean, I am not like I said, Nick, I don't I don't agree with anything everybody says 100% of the time, but there's positives and negatives with everything. I think this could either be really great or, or really stupid. Bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we're either screwing the pooch or we're definitely making great strides towards exploration. Yeah. 
Oh, hey, guys, it's just one of your, your, your high bros here. I uh, just wanted to pass along a, a 10% savings at futuremonsters.com. Uh, if you're into the Wolfman, if you're into Frankenstein, King Kong, Dracula, uh, you can go to futuremonsters.com and you save yourself 10% on any of the high-quality threads. Uh, they got amazing designs on a quality fabric print. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I got one last week. It feels really good on my body. Uh, if you want to save 10%, Put some stuff in your shopping cart. Enter into the coupon code. You want to enter in capital H-Y-B-R-O. That's capital H-Y-B-R-O. That's HYBRO, capital H-Y-B-R-O. Get yourself 10% off. Yeah. I think it's great. Even if it's like Trump knows that some secret permanent space fleet already exists and he's just proposing this to be like, to cause this opposition from the military and other government leaders so it somehow shines light of like, Hey, why are you guys against us starting a, a space fleet? And they have to come up with some ridiculous answer that probably mm -hmm. has something to do with money. But eventually, you dig down the rabbit hole and you find that oh shit, they're just trying to cover up the fact that this space fleet has already existed for a long time. Yeah. Now, yeah. have you guys ever heard of this fellow named Gary McKinnon? Mm -mm. Well, no. It sounds McKinnon sounds McKinnon sounds thinner. Sounds familiar. Uh, familiar. You've probably heard of this guy. So he's a Scottish uh, systems administrator and hacker who was accused in 2002 of perpetrating the biggest military computer hack of all time. Whoa. What? Right. So this is the guy who he hacked into the to the NASA computers and the some US uh like government computers or whatever. And uh yeah, he goes by the name uh, his hacker name is Solo. Oh. <laughs> and I he do was it accused alone. of <laughs> He was accused of hacking in the 97 uh, United States military and NASA computers over a 13-month period between February 2001 and March 2002 from his girlfriend's aunt's house in London. So, he, he claims... Hacked, he hacked from his aunt's house? His girlfriend's aunt's house. How many how, what <laughs> kind of computers is she working with, man? His girlfriend's aunt's friend's house... Do what? She she probably has the greatest tech of all of all ants. She's got a Windows ninety eight with uh, AOL Instant Messenger. He hacked in through there, uh, got into the computers, and said, uh, "Hey, it's Solo. I'm here. I'm in. Uh, all I new, control." Bro. Dude, <laughs> no. Here, here's a quote that he left on the uh, U.S. military's website: "Your security is crap." Quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> what a troll! Your yeah, security. Dude. That's what I would say. Yeah, so another thing that he said is, it says, U.S. foreign policy is akin to government-sponsored terrorism these days. I will continue to disrupt at the highest levels. But what this dude is claiming, Damn. okay, he claims that he actually stumbled upon files, numerous files, pictures, and lists. And some of these files had to do with Project Solar Warden that we spoke of earlier. Oh, shit. And Solar Warden is apparently a permanent space fleet that has existed for many, many years within the U.S. government that is a super deep, deep underground, blacker than black. You know, no reflection of light. This is super black. Super black budget. Hmm. And he says he stumbled upon files that like, indicate things that are going on, pictures that were taken from outside Earth's atmosphere. Not only that, but the biggest fucking crazy thing that he claims to have found is a list of off-world officers actual names on a list of officers who are off world and it's not clear whether these officers are human or alien and it's possible that they're a combination of both talking about like luke picard and like captain kirk or we're we talking like weird alien names i don't know I, he didn't really name any names but <laughs> I, I guess it was a 
<laughs> I guess you could assume that's an alien, but <laughs> but even if it was an alien, I'm sure they would call him Jeff. You know, if it's yeah, some weird, crazy why, name, why it's like, all right, we're gonna call you Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, well, I mean, in, in Arrival, they called him Lucille, and uh, what was it again, Nick? Arrival, they called the aliens Gustav and Lu. What was the name of the uh, aliens? They called oh them? man, I forgot. Like Jack and Joe or something. It was something like that. It was like Luce. Oh my gosh. Oh oh oh. Joe and Jane. Those it was. Uh, no no something like that. It was. Um, Gustav and it's like those two people like the, the lovers that like that did all those crimes and uh and traveled Abbott away. and Costello yeah that one <laughs> Boy. Ba, 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 ba. Bing bong, bing bong. I like a computer here but I don't have a computer so I have to rely on you guys for the facts dude the United States like is they claim that this is the biggest like like hack of all time so his and I don't know I've seen the movie Hackers there were some pretty serious hacks in that yeah but <laughs> Apparently, this is like the biggest hack of all time. They claim that he deleted all kinds of, of files and copied a bunch of data, and that he cost the government over seven hundred thousand dollars in damages for tracking Ugh. and correcting all the problems that he made. Whatever, I guess. Correcting all the problems. I mean, like, why are they? Why are they, is he costing them money if he's fixing stuff? Exactly. I mean, typically hackers, when they're busted at like age eleven for doing these incredibly insane hacks. They get hired by those companies to yeah. work security. That was in a movie, wasn't it? That is it? the way it goes. The yeah, movie. so I don't know why. Maybe he's actually working for the U.S. government now. But he's actually uh, in London, I guess, is uh, where he lives. That is probably his girlfriend's aunt's house. <laughs> and um, they tried to, you know, the U.S. had tried to extradite him for, you know, many, many years. But I think recently um, London has blocked that. Yeah, yeah, Theresa May withdrew her extradition. Uh, order. But where is he? Like, um, you know, he's still there in London. I'm sure if he came to the U.S., they'd nab his ass real quick. Yeah, I mean, the idea is that if he can hack it, then they want him to refix their firewalls and refix their coding so that no one else can hack it. But he's like dropped off, man. Like, this is the crazy thing. Anytime we talk about Bohemian Grove, we talk about any of this stuff. Like, these people who get close, they just disappear. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Because that shit's probably real. I want you know, to happen to one of us. He's not the if, first person who's come yeah. out with shit like that. One of us, the first person to see it. One of us finds out stuff. We know what happens. Let's just make a pact exactly. right now. If one of us gets nabbed, we know it's the government. Dude, yeah. no. If one of us leave this podcast, it's not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's by force. It's by so space force. The space dopest force. thing here about Gary McKinnon's life. The dopest thing. Okay. In August 2009, David Gilmore of Pink Floyd released a single online. It's called Chicago Change the World, whatever. Uh, he played all of it, whatever. <laughs> the whole point of this song is to promote McKinnon and Whoa. the things that he had done and like the situation that he was in. And awesome. Pink Floyd is all about space. All about it. Yeah, this space I mean, is fuck. Doesn't, yeah. there, doesn't <laughs> the Pink Floyd, like the, the prism thing, like embody space? That the light particle goes through that prism, comes out a rainbow? Uh, it's all subjective, man. But what's not subjective yeah. is how crazy this is. I just want to know more. I want to figure out what these costumes look like. I saw one costume or one – sorry, not costume. <laughs> Let me backtrack. I saw one um, Space Force like uh, military outfit that looked kind of like Master Chief meets like a bomb squad. Like, <laughs> he was just looking it at the picture. It should look like Master Chief. He was looking at a picture from the video game Dead Space. Was I? <laughs> well, Who apparently copied Halo. I I think we should definitely like I want I want an image of this I want to see what these guys look like 100 percent dude how many cosplayers are there going to be at the cons now dude. that are Space Force dudes That'd be heck tight. yeah oh dude uh, so I was on Facebook earlier this morning just uh, scrolling and trolling and uh, I popped a I, I saw one of our tattoo buddies from Geek Street Legends uh, Lucky Stinchom what what uh, Lucky what up dude 
he <laughs> did this badass little drawing of his interpretation of what the space fleet would look like. And it's basically a picture of Buzz Lightyear with Trump's head. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. Every single mask on the Space Force is Trump's head. And it, has, it, has, like, it has that weird like helmet hair that like, kind of, like flows on top of the on top of the um hell of protection and probably really aerodynamic. Very probably. And and it's gonna be orange. Gotta gotta keep gotta keep away from that radiation from the sun. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, To infinity and beyond. <laughs> in, in in terms on that subject, Taylor. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Did you just burp on the podcast, Nick? We're reaching new bounds, everybody. New bounds. It's on the table. Um, in terms of the ideal space force, like, who who would be on it? Yeah, uh, we would. I'd be on it. We'd I be mean, podcasting from the tip of the ship, bro. Yeah, but I think the people who in the, in the military, correct me if I'm wrong, I think there's a, I don't know, I'm speaking out loud here, but maybe they think there's a bigger threat, a more realistic threat across seas than in space. How, or is that what they want you to think, man? Also, I mean, I, it's illusion, if, man. It's illusion. Also, like the, 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 the being deployed. Like, like, let's say I, for some reason, I get deployed and I have to go across seas or whatever. I go to wherever, like Middle East, wherever it is, um, Syria. Let's just say that. And I go for however long the deployment is, and I'm I'm in a tour and wherever in Syria, and for eight, ten months. Versus, I'm in space, traveling to different planets. I'm never coming back. I don't know when I'll be back. Of course, you're never coming back. I think that's a possibility. People yeah. don't want to do that. Ship, but why would it be any different, on. though? Like, why wouldn't it be okay? This is a three-year mission, and you come back after three years. Well, would it be three years? Because because or you whatever the number years. is. Well, you know? that's the thing is, I don't think it would be. I think if we're going to try to do exploration, we're not going to bring them back because the the, the well, plants that we're looking at are light years away. If we did it, it would all yeah. be forced exploration, man. Like I think straight up, like alien style, when we drop a fucking military on a planet and then be like, hey, sorry, so the two thousand. Uh, 27 budget just came in. We don't have enough to get you back. Sorry, uh, everybody. I don't know. I, I think these military guys, if they're signing up for space exploration, they know that that is probably a possibility no matter what. But then I, I would almost guarantee that there would be different types of missions where you have missions that are clearly just going to loop around in the neighboring area that they're at, loop around a little bit, look at shit, possibly just open space, come on back. But that just and sounds like a probe. It's a waste of money to bring a human. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe so. But then there would probably be other ones where it's a little bit further. Like, okay, this one's going to be a several-year thing where we're going to go to this one object that we see. Maybe it's not like it would, couldn't be light years away, obviously. And we're, all, we're obviously talking about current types of propulsion systems that we know of right now. Which aren't good enough. Okay? They're just not good enough. We don't have the money maybe to they're make not, them yeah. better. But then there would have to be another you know, section of exploration that would be like, okay, guys, this is a dead-end exploration. We're going to send you out. We're going to push you off, and it's going to go. And hopefully we'll re- remain in contact for as long as possible. Here's your provisions. Here's things that possibly you could keep yourself alive for a long time. But this is a dead-end mission. And you're just going to go and report on what you find until you die. Oh, that's, that's black. Possible, that's you know? space. That's, that's space next to me. That's also space. And there's the space there. It's going to be like a nothing, a nothingness. That would right. be crazy. But that's the chance that they would have to be willing to take. And I'm sure the people who would sign up for it get that. It's not going to be like you know? Rockhound from from uh, Armageddon, where he's like, "I just want to die." It's not going to be like that. We're not going to send out people that are going to be kamikaze. They're not. They're going to be like, "I'm just going to do this." It's going to be a suicide That's, mission. There's not no necessarily way. kamikaze. Like if you think about if they have the provisions, if they have the, you know, if they have the Mark the Mark it's Watney in them, yeah. and they can grow potatoes or whatever. But it's always, if they well, can make yeah. their just stay alive until potatoes. they just grow old Whoa, and die, fuck! they just live the rest of their life on that journey moving forward. Not necessarily committing suicide they would just die of old age you know 
I just want to take a second. Uh, I had a very brief outburst. Johnny is still standing. Whoa. You're making my feet down. hurt, dude. And he just, like, I bumped the table. pelvic thrust of the I table. I did not. The seat hit it. Nice. Now the legs are all nice. cattywampus. Whatever. The whole table's bump? about to come. I co- knees on is that a Pink seat. Floyd reference? I have a, Might be. I don't know. I have knees on a seat. I hit the table. I didn't pelvic thrust anything. The boy stood the whole podcast. The boy. I, I wanted to stand. The boy stood. Is that illegal? Is Can I stand during the podcast? Am I hurting someone's feelings? I don't think so. You hurt the damn table. Yeah, I apologize. This table, this inanimate object, doesn't have feelings. Hybro almost fell. Hybro did almost fall. But he's got a, he's got a helmet on. Hybro has a military helmet yeah, on. Yeah, so if there isn't anything about SpaceX, I don't know. Space Ooh, Force. Yeah, that's possibly a sign. If you don't know who Hybro is, Hybro's our mascot. It's a severed head with sunglasses on. And well, it's not severed. It's, it's just severed. A, it's a mannequin. It's a mannequin's head. Like a been, foam head. It's been severed. Yeah. Sunglasses Does severed like, imply that it's a not clean cut? I don't know. I think severed just means removed, or just, right? I think disconnected, removed. I guess. Yeah. yeah, like a okay. severed arm. I guess I just envision like bloody mangled neck. Well, no, Hybro is definitely, he's 100% just foam. He's foam. He's 100% he's foam. He's... A lot of chlorofluorocarbons were created in the creation of the Hypro, and that's something we need to talk to him about. Uh, he's here in spirit. He he uh, he kind of sends us through the episodes and makes us make sure that we're on track. <laughs> so, I mean, Taylor, who would be your ideal space force? Well, okay, we have to uh, we have to omit the obvious. Like, can't be the Rock, Tom Hanks. Oh, damn Obviously, it, I- they would be the pilot and co-pilot, but. I, I would never send Tom them. Hanks to space. Get the get out of here. Really? What? Well, because nah. we, we need him here. I mean, he'd probably get stuck. He was kind of the one, guys. He, who he got us back. Really? He also well, landed. No, I mean, he, it's, he, it's hard to say. They worked as a team up there. They worked as a team. They did. He also landed that plane in the Hudson. So All right. So like, no, The Rock. Yeah. No, Tom Hanks. No Rock. No Tom Hanks. Hmm. Who would it be? Dude, I. It'd be us three yes. and several others. I'd take my brother. I'd probably take my friend Redman. <laughs> I think we would round out a really good crew. We got to take Danny. I agree. Hannah, you're invited. Let's do it. Jackie, my dad, only person qualified to be in space. Well, yeah, <laughs> of course. Your dad would be lieutenant or whatever the commander. Your dad will just be puking. Twelve the whole time. star <laughs> general or whatever it is. I think. I think the important thing here is they don't have to pick space correctly in the fact that you're in this cabin, not. Not subject to elements, subject to death outside. You have to be people that you like. Not people that you, you, you're trained with, but like your friends that you have an established relationship with. I think if I was going to be in a space capsule going towards the abyss, I couldn't be with Lieutenant Jim, who I've never like actually had an in-depth conversation well, who with. Who would it be? Who you guys. Be? And what, 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 uh, what uh, Taylor said. It'd have to be, it also had to be somebody that like, was obviously has trained. Trained, trained, trained. One oh. person that is qualified. And all of us fools. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new answer. Alright. Because <laughs> uh, that's an obvious great answer. I'd take yeah. all that whole group of people. Yeah. I would take bubbles from the trailer park boys. Yeah. <laughs> he really wanted it. He wanted I, it bad, dude, and yeah. I think he deserves it. Uh, <laughs> listen. Nick, wait, what about you? I'd bring Neil deGrasse Tyson. Boy. I would bring Dave Bautista. Is he a baseball player? No, he's uh-huh. a wrestler, but also he's in the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. Dave Bautista. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, and then I would bring as well. Uh, I bring Bernie Sanders. Oh, he could possibly uh, talk some sense into these aliens. He he absolutely could. He could talk him like, talk him down. We need socialism. <laughs> we need socialism in the universe. <laughs> Listen to me right now. That's what it Listen is. Listen to me right now. Here. I feel right like here. he wouldn't survive. He, Neil deGrasse Tyson would be it. You know. You know what? Fuck that. 
I just I w- sent, I would, Neil deGrasse Tyson is the only Space Force we need. <laughs> yeah, send him up there. Him, Mucho <laughs> Kaku, uh, Bill Nye, and Giorgio Tsoukalos. Now, if you put, people that just understand how the universe works are not great candidates for fixing Sure. Or, no, they're not. Sure. Just because they understand what a black hole and like, like interdimensional travel theory is, that doesn't mean they're going to do anything. Give me an example. I will. So I, I was in a, I was in a, a, a almost a TED talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson at Western University in Michigan. Wait, you I, gave what? a TED talk? He well, he didn't give a TED talk, but I was there. He gave a huge uh-huh. speech to like a whole bunch of students, like thousands of kids. You were in the presence of Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, for about three hours. Tight. Call him up, guys. We're gonna get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the uh, phone right I'm now. Call number. <laughs> Call Johnny, him up. get him on the phone. I haven't talked to Neil in years. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, years. F- factually, he came out on the stage with bare feet. He literally just didn't wear shoes. The whole entire speech. Hell yeah. Suit on. I like this guy. And he g- he gave us all these options like Pluto not becoming a planet, different like like gravity, uh, how to measure gravity, all these different things, um, or gravity waves in in um, in uh, the Earth, all these different things. But the whole time I wasn't like, man, that guy definitely wants to be in a capsule going into space. I never had that uh, opinion. Did at all. you like? Did you sound ninety back then, and then just age down? Are you Benjamin Button? <laughs> I don't know. I, that was the, that was the, the dumb accent I gave on. I just I never thought once in my mind that he was a great candidate for space. Yeah, I think that uh, some of those scientists, while they are great scientists and they obviously know fucking everything, and I trust what they say, sure, but. I don't know if they're the right guys to be out there. We need somebody who's more open-minded. I would probably be more into the Giorgio Tsoukalos crowd. To send them out there, they'd be open-minded. They'd be more open to be like, well, maybe this, maybe that, you know? I'd also, I want to just reflect on the idea that if we went into space, us three hybros, and hybro, buddy, if we went into space, <laughs> we would definitely gain millions of followers, guys. There'd be a space. lot more listeners at that point. Oh, I mean, the whole world would be listening. The half should be listening. It'd be like, it's we're the only transmission that some people get. Like, I'm everyone cold. outside of the Earth, we're the only transmission? Yeah, like, literally. Like, planets? <laughs> They're like, I want to know what's outside. And we're like, guys, this week on Hypothetical Thing, we're talking about dinosaurs. Some alien in another planet is tuned in, and they're just like, oh, you're trying to tell me that there's a big hairy man with giant fucking feet wandering around in Alaska? It. There's uh-uh. no way. Nope. An alien. These like, guys <laughs> are telling old wives' tales. They're balling. They're balling. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see an alien getting in an argument with us. We have an, This week on Hypothetical Thinking, we have an alien from uh, planet Glurplop, and they're going to talk to us about Bigfoot. Their version of Bigfoot. Glurplop. <laughs> <laughs> A planet inspired completely by gum. And how do you feel about that? <laughs> that would be the most interesting podcast ever <laughs> Translation, what he's saying is I think it's a load of horse shit <laughs> Thank you, thank you, horse how, do you know what, how do you know what horses are? Well, on our planet, we have uh, A horse with five legs We have a horse, yeah, with, with 17 legs We call it a spider horse Or what's the horse called in Avatar? Oh, I don't know It'd It's be not like that. Man, for a movie so Great horse. so game changing, I didn't retain. The only thing I retained from that movie is how those avatars had sex me, with each other in front of Awa. Yeah, <laughs> me, I think me too. Like I remember yeah. Awa, and I remember. Uh, but that was a big plot of it. I remember I see you because that's yeah. what they said when they wanted yeah. to fuck. So weird. Yeah, I I remember the scenes with all the iridescent like floaty thingies. Like visually, it was the stunning. Air jellyfish. Yeah, it was great. It was stunning. It was awesome, man. I was. Tripping out when I saw it. I possibly <laughs> literally, I don't know. I don't remember. I remember, it's probably really I remember sitting, I was like waiting out in front of the theater. I got to the theater like three hours early on opening day, and I'm the first one in line. And these people come out, and I'm just like, hey, you, I heard there's an intermission in this movie because it's so crazy on the eyes. They got to take <laughs> a break. This was like 2008. And I'm no. sitting here like talking to people in line, being like, yeah, I, I read, I read online 
that they said you got to take a break because it's just too much for the eyes. Nah, bro. Was it 2013? Get the fuck out. It was like 2009. No, it wasn't 2008 or nine. There's no way it was 2009. Yeah, it was pretty early. I'd say nine or ten. I'm gonna say nine or ten. 2009, buddy. Oh my! Really? Well, that's that's crazy for that. That was at the time when 3D movies like weren't even 3D movies. Yeah, it'd be like two elements. Like, let's picture that scene with the tree and whatnot, and all the Just floaty one. thingies. Yeah. Like, yeah, the floaty things, like, half, a quarter of them might have been 3D. Like, a bush was probably 3D. You know, Nothing else, man. We haven't Bogus. even discussed that Sigourney Weaver would be a great candidate. Oh, Not my goodness, Alien yeah. and I like Avatar. Sigourney. A whole Dude, hell of a lot. She's a great candidate. And, wait, Sigourney. not only that, she was in fucking Galaxy Quest. Yeah, she was. Dude, right. she great was movie. Quest. Alan Rickman, rest in peace. Bye. Tim Bye. Allen. <laughs> Me I love need your movie. help. <laughs> Such a good movie. <laughs> what a great movie. It's man, I tell you what, like a space force, you know, bring it on. I'm ready for it. The movie. But yeah, the movie. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> starring Johnny Clark. Oh, dude, I would totally bone the stars. Bring it on twelve. I was dude, hell yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm not yeah. the asshole it's, little brother. The whole thing is nuts. Like, it's nuts that we're even talking about it and the term Space Force. Do we know if that if that was coined by the internet or if the that's Trump's actually call, yeah. something that was... Oh, no, it's a space... Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh-oh, it's a Space what, Force. What, what are you looking at right According now? to Fox News, who is the most reputable source for news on the oh, internet... absolutely. Ever. Uh, <laughs> they... Uh, they have a Space Force decree. Oh. What's that? Uh, like it's a, a black belt? What's <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's, uh, it's a thing that was signed. By who? Uh, by, by, by Donald Trump. Oh, so it actually is called Space Force? Yeah. Space Busters. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, don't, I think it's more than an idea. I think it's in motion. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, Space Force is not something that was, that was coined. Uh, it was, it was. Yeah, this it's. Well, hopefully, it's, it ruffles some feathers. Like, hopefully, it's like we get our Space Force up there, and it somehow clashes heads with the existing, yeah, um, Solar Warden. I hope and, so. And it like brings to light that Solar Warden exists, and they've got happens. all this crazy information and like technology and propulsion systems. They would have to have crazy different energy systems that's probably what the government's been protecting this whole time is their crazy different energy systems and that's why they're probably so hooked on this oil shit just to keep us on the planet keep us here get them out there now keep us little ponds here you know on this earth just with this oil distraction that's right. all they have to do is keep us hooked on oil, and they keep us on this rock. Hooked on phonics. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna clarify now. In March 2018, it is quoted from President Donald J. Trump that we need a new force. We'll call it the Space Force. The Space Force. I support so, it 110. percent So on he it. he named it. Uh, those words came out of his mouth. Space Force is not some internet created name for this. It is actually been called by our presidents, president as the Space Force uh, or the USSF, the United States Space Force. I love it. So important. So important. <laughs> it's going to be huge. huge. It's going to be huge. huge. It's going to be huge. huge. Uh, he did use some words that were kind of weird on his speech that I thought maybe his advisors could have eliminated. One that you pointed out was the dominance part. 
which isn't too bad. The dominance part, that yeah, kind of makes sense, I guess. We want to dominate, I guess. If that's our goal right now, to dominate the current world, I guess. But the other one he used was to tame new frontiers, which is like, okay, yeah, if it's a horse and we want to tame it, whatever. But that's like just making, it's like forcing something to do what we want it to do, which is weird. Right. Yeah, that's... I just want to be friends. I just like, want to be friends with aliens, dude. I'd like to make an announcement. I just sat down. Johnny just sat down, ladies and gentlemen. Dun, 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 dun. So it's been, it's been a crazy episode. We've had twists. We've had turns. We've note. had... We've had some positivity. We've had we've had some negativity, uh, but you know what? All in all, this is going to go one way, or yeah. two, oh. or two ways. Can you go? There's through? a fifty-fifty chance. Okay. That either we're all fucked, or this could be the greatest thing to happen to mankind in the history of mankind. Yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be one of the greatest things that ever happened, dude. It's a step forward. It is left a big right step left. forward. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. It's it is a step forward. It's crazy. I think people are, need to you know simmer on the I- idea. I mean, say, the word space force sounds like something out of a movie. Uh, but if movies did not exist, space force would probably be the craziest thing anyone's ever heard of, and they'd yeah. be like, yeah. "I'm on board." Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anywho, anywho, any what, any way. If you got a hypothetical you want us to talk about or a thought you'd like to share about today's episode. Good news, if you're not already sharing it and plastering all over your fucking social media pages, and your body. you can shoot us an email at highbrothoughts at gmail.com. That's highbrothoughts at gmail.com. <laughs> no one's using it, so we're going to go ahead and give you our Facebook account. Hey, uh, so you hit, up, uh, hit us up on the Facebook. It's facebook.com slash highbrothetical.thinking. Uh, we're going to post more content throughout the week, some crazy stuff. And also, do not forget, most importantly, if you're listening to us on TuneIn, Stitcher, or iTunes, make sure you give us a review. It's going to help us get closer and closer to that top 100. All we want to be is number 100, uh, and that'll be a dream come true. And you know what they say about dreams? When you reach it, you just give up. Uh, so <laughs> oh when we God. reach top 100. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, that was not the way I thought you were going with that. Guys, here's the thing. If you don't like this podcast and you want us I'd... to stop, just keep giving us five-star reviews because we'll stop the moment we hit the Once top we 100. Once get it, we'll yeah. have your dream. Yeah. Like, like I said, we give up after our dreams are reached. Yeah. Or they'll put us in the space pod and we'll be traveling out into space talking to different <laughs> aliens and we'll be the only contact. Yeah. If it's d- possible to start a petition to get us to be the first space force, please, somebody go ahead and start that. Magdalena, we're looking at you. Yeah. Nobody's going to want us in space. Please send us to space. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. I will gladly. I will ride. Could you imagine, Nick? Could you could you survive? No, dude, I don't imagine. No, no, no look, look, <laughs> me, look at me in the eyes right now. Could I'm you staring right in your eyes. Could you survive in a spaceship with me, Jonathan Clark, for the rest of your life? No. Exactly. I'd jump out into space exactly. and die a horrible, so that's, horrible, that's that. cold, that's and like painful a, no. death. No one's going to send you to space if you're going to comic out. That's the way it goes. 15 minutes <laughs> into orbit. <laughs> <laughs> Nick lost his freaking mind. <laughs> the outer door was breached. Everyone left except for Johnny. And at that point. <laughs> Everyone they, left except for Johnny. They did not leave the Earth's atmosphere before Nick decided to jump out so, of the craft. Can't do it. Uh, and that was it. <laughs> so funny. Taylor held on. It, it would be like a sporting event. It would be like, all right, and the Hybros have lifted off, and they are uh, going uh, very fast towards the 
outer rims of the earth. Uh, okay. 12 seconds, the first one's gone. And place your best, place Nick, your best. All right, Nick is gone. Nick is out of the craft. Nick is out of the craft. <laughs> Taylor's still holding on. Taylor is holding on tight. He's uh, Johnny's talking to him. Johnny's having a long conversation. Okay. All right. They have exited the earth. Ah, fuck, there's Taylor. Taylor's out of the craft. Ladies and gentlemen, Taylor's out of the craft. Johnny is still in the craft. All right, Johnny himself has also exited the craft. I need people. Because he's so tired of hearing himself talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be a sporting event. Be the, like the, the the world sport. And Johnny's still talking about soccer on his way down. Uh. He's got a long travel. He's oh wait, is that he's he's still in space? He is stuck. He is stuck <laughs> well, in the Earth's like gravitational minions. pull. He is going to float there for the rest of his life. This will be an interesting one. Uh, we will live stream it. And <laughs> <laughs> Like all the way up in space, you just see that guy a little floating with his bow tie. Johnny has found a car. Johnny has found the car that's been floating around Tesla. the Earth's atmosphere. He has climbed in it. What's happening now? Johnny is now driving in space. What? 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 This is a goal for the rest of the humanity. You know they say that new Sony, uh, that new Sony zoom lens is strong enough to see Johnny's bow tie on the moon. <laughs> Uh, awesome. <laughs> oh, well. It's been a good podcast. It's been fun. It's you're been great. Podcast. Thanks, man. No, Taylor, Taylor. You're a good podcast. Taylor's, nah. pro- Taylor's provided us with another journey. Uh, some news. To even, infinity and beyond. Something's going on. I'll say it now. Something's happening. Uh, this is the second week in a row we've actually had current news be what we talk about on this podcast. It's like specials. Uh, this is weird. It's real weird. It's weird, dude. And I have a feeling it's only going to get weirder. So without further ado, uh, without forgetting uh, who I am, who I was, and who I will always be, I have been your host. I have been your host, Nick. <laughs> so the uh, besser is, the uh, besser was, besser ever will be, John Taylor Nelson. <laughs> Jonathan Clark. Like, Johnny didn't even say anything. Johnny's just like, yeah. Jonathan Clark. Ba-dum. He's uh, self-conscious now. No, no, okay, fine. I'm, I'm the coolest guy ever, guys. Bow tie on the moon. I talk my, my way out of any situation. I'm Jonathan Clark, and I will see you. I'll talk to you next week. Is that better? Yeah, that's much better. I'm proud of you. I can't believe Tight. you wanted me to talk more. I feel like that's the opposite of what is wanted. It's, I'm just giving the listeners what they want, Johnny. What do they want? They want more Johnny. They want more Johnny. <laughs> we want more Johnny. They want that long John Johnny. Silvers. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny. Oh, guys, I'm going to cry right now. I'm going to cry right now. Uh, let's make him cry. Don't make me cry. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Make sure to do all the things with the Facebooks and the reviews and uh, Space. Space Force. Bye-bye. Should we do it all together? You want to say Space Force? Let's all say Space Force at the same time. Ready? Three, two, one. Space, Space Force. Force.